0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: columbo on command i don't think so
2: because we made a joke about,
1: about being the anime. we we just made a joke about the anime columbo and about you being the anime columbo i think so it would <laughs> well, be really good sure, if you just. i'm gonna lean that. into
2: it but the fact of the matter is the only thing i know about columbo is that he does the thing where he walks away and he's like oh and one more thing that that's basically he's it. english isn't he no he's not he's,
1: english no he's like he's like he's from new york brooklyn
3: yeah he's like oh, so brooklyn he's new yorker okay ass. yeah yeah He's a New Yorker living in California. He doesn't – I don't don't really get all this uh, fancy uh, California living. I I moved out here because my wife wanted me to to get some fresh air, you know, thought it uh, really uh, uh, livened me up.
1: He's gotcha. like an Italian motherfucker. He's a he's an
3: Italian motherfucker.
2: <laughs> His name is Columbo It is Columbo. He comes from Latin background. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I feel like that's a good segue because if you're not Colombo, then we do have to figure out where you sit in our sort of mystery uh, fictional canon, detectives so. uh, that yeah. are
3: now made anime. God, I I I I'm I think there is an anime Colombo. I, I I I haven't looked at it though.
1: We can't do it. We can't... We'll, ha- we'll have to do a, an, a tournament arc in the future where it's just anime versions of detectives. That's on brand for us. Yes.
2: Oh, you could do the anime Batman in that series, too. Mm-hmm.
1: He's a detective. That's true. Mm-hmm.
2: He is a detective.
1: And then I could talk Those about... Good I good anime. S- I could say all my thoughts about Batman. Um, although we did our jokes about how he doesn't eat pussy, but that's fine. <laughs> that's in the past. That's, that's a... a, that's a-
3: Go listen to one of the earlier yeah. podcasts. I don't know which one. I have forgotten which number that was in. I it's... bet anime Batman
2: does eat pussy, though. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. It's like it's
1: his job. We can't. We've already done this. We've already mined this well. We have to. We have to tell people what they came here to see. This is an anime podcast, obviously. Yes,
3: this is an anime podcast. Audience, welcome. You're listening. To a study in Sakuga, an anime podcast where three friends uh, watch and discover the mysteries of anime together. It's three this time.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because we Uh.
3: have our guest, uh, our friend, the anime Columbo, Sean.
2: I have to say, this is a very nice booth you have here. It's glad. Yeah. I'm glad to be up here in the booth. This is a good it's view nice. of the anime landscape in front of it's us. It's nice.
1: Normally, we just have you. We just have you on the ones and twos, doing the you know, doing the producing. But we thought you'd get you in the booth so you can show <laughs> what time it is. Um, by the way, uh, that is the the sonorous voice of uh, our anime Sherlock, Lexi Tucker, uh, and I. Oh my God. Oh my god, right? When I was introducing, let me do that again. <laughs> uh that is the sonorous voice of our anime Sherlock Lexi Tucker. And uh my beautiful, charming, and frankly uh sexy voice <laughs> on this microphone uh is Holden King, and I am your anime Watson, who I've always thought was the more handsome uh between Sherlock and the whole you know, you the whole Sherlock I think,
0: pair.
2: I think uh I don't know. He's a... Why is it agreed upon universally that Sherlock is taller though? I think that's just that's like be... stated. I think that's Here's in a... the
1: books. He is supposed to be a tall man in the books. The the thing is is that when they originally cast him on screen, the the man that they cast as Watson was just sort of rotund. Yeah. And so that's that's carried forward in like every adaptation of Watson, is that he's just shorter, even if even if he's not like a portly man.
3: Yeah. Otherwise, Dumb. it's just he—he's short and uh, usually he shows up with a cane.
1: Um, is is Sean? And I'm so sorry. I have to bring this up. It's kind of a dig. Uh, is Sean the anime Lestrade? I uh, no,
3: absolutely oh. not. No cops. <laughs> well, okay, Columbo is a cop. We're kind
1: of but Columbo is a cop, and also. Listen, I feel like we can dance around this all day, but Sherlock and Watson do work with the cops a yes, lot. They although did. they do they do make a point to say that they're not very good at their jobs.
3: Yeah. The the the, the thing is that I, I really don't want to uh, have a direct hand of the uh, the United Kingdom government in the in this show. I'm not going to I know. have
2: I have a solution to this issue. Yes. Yes. You see, I have a very particular taste in anime. I don't enjoy the gross stuff. I avoid psychological horror. I avoid um, any sort of blood and guts stuff. But you know what I do love? Just nice, fun times in after-school clubs. (laughs) So I suggest I am the anime monk, Tony Shalhoub. Oh,
1: that's good. (laughs) You're the anime monk. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. I love that's that. That's good. You, 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 uh, that's good. That's good. Tony Shalhoub, good energy. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you,
3: you enjoy a nice, orderly um, classroom where you can hang out I in. do.
2: Yes. Um, I'm so happy.
1: And that makes sense because our show is also a USA original. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, everybody who's listening, uh, we have uh, made it through the Tournament Orc. We've watched all four shows that we've made it uh our duty our solemn duty to get through explore uh the mysteries of and now is uh your favorite part is the tournament arc uh where we get to discuss which of these shows makes it on to the next round the next season of the show which we do a deep dive into uh as always i have not made up my mind beforehand i've actually thought about it very little in preparation <laughs> for this conversation. i love
3: how little thought you put into this
1: I just am. I'm such a good co-host, is that I did almost no thinking about the show in between episodes.
2: You're really just going to talk your way through your feelings
1: in this episode. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what the that's what the material is, Sean. It's,
2: it's very fun for me. A
3: person who is constantly thinking about the shows we have watched and are going to watch. Um, it's it's very fun for me that I'm turning these things around in your head, in my head, and you uh, you just uh blissfully unaware and ig- uh, openly ignoring uh the episodes that's it's good for me
1: yeah and <laughs> and uh it's it's useful for me not to do any research because it's then like lexi sets traps for me verbal traps mm-hmm. in the conversation where i'm like oh i didn't care for this and she flips it she's like well it, doesn't that make it more interesting then if you didn't care for it maybe it's maybe it's good content to yeah to uh, have you suffer through a show that you didn't like And then I have to really re-examine my thoughts Because I was so sure last season That I was going to pick um, Oh fuck I do this every single time The Dragon and Tiger one
3: the uh, uh, Toradora. Toradora
1: Toradora. I was so sure I was going to pick Toradora And after our conversation I settled on My Hero Academia Which ended up being a good choice So I can only imagine Sean with you here A third person um, Giving me their thoughts and opinions That it's going to go more smoothly
2: I think so too Alright Um
3: But anyway Yeah we're doing our Slice of Life tournament We have Four shows In the running We have Asteroid in Love Going up against Nishijo, And K-On Going up against Aizouken Uh So Let's Get things started With This first Matchup Asteroid in Love And Nishijo.
1: Um Okay now, Sean is a, a friend of the pod. Are you up to date on this tournament arc? Yes, I am. Okay. Then you know that I did... I don't know if I didn't care for Nishijo, but I simply didn't understand it.
0: Yes. It
3: was it felt, quite it felt perplexing a, to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a confusing thing that I I watched. And I, I feel... I think I said negative things about it in the episode, but I tried to be... I tried not to um, be too down on it. I t- didn't get it.
2: <laughs> and really? as
1: a yeah, as a slice of life enjoyer, I thought maybe you could walk me through maybe what I was missing. I understand that it's supposed to be sitcom, but what it seemed more to me was like it's like a like a comic strip, like a Sunday comic strip. Yes. But like it's, ten a, it's of them. a
3: it's a, a gag comedy show there are like the one of the interesting things that uh that they have an anime that we don't have a whole lot of we have a little bit of it uh over here is that they will sometimes just take what what are basically comic strips or little gag comics and they'll make shows out of them one of my favorite favorites is uh the king of slacking off which it, all those episodes are like 8 minutes long
1: and they're great. <laughs> mm, that's bite-sized energy. Well, and even
2: further, one of my favorite anime, um I only know the Japanese name. Oh, is the order a rabbit <laughs> is literally four-panel comics arranged into 24-minute episodes.
1: Okay. It, I mean, that's if you
2: didn't know that, you wouldn't be able to tell.
3: See, I've seen that anime, and I had no clue that that was true.
2: <laughs> Dude, the first season, the very first season. If you watch it knowing that, you just suddenly see the comedic timing. <laughs> it's just one, two, three, four punchline. That's very one, interesting. One, two,
1: three, punchline. That's okay. Well, that might okay. Is does Nichijo have a similar? Structure Because the thing I thought was most difficult about it, especially for the podcast, was that I didn't know how to talk about it. It doesn't have the structure of, like, a full episode, so we would just be going over, like, gags. Which, it feels to me, even though this is an audio medium and we're doing this mostly anyway, it feels less fun to describe gags that we watch to people rather than what we think about a story.
3: While... Uh, nishijo is a is a gag comet it isn't like one of the very short like four panel ones uh, no no
2: Okay. I think the closest thing that we have in western animation is to imagine it like a sketch comedy show it's almost like it's almost like a really this sucks um, it's almost like a really toned <laughs> down
1: robot chicken <laughs> okay right. I mean that's that helps honestly. Compared I know that, the robot
2: chicken's tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I I I know that that hurt for you to say, Sean, but actually that cleared up a lot for me. Well, and further,
2: um, um, did any of the episodes you guys watched have Helvetica Standard? Yes. We we So Helvetica Standard is actually a separate comic strip that the mangaka, the author of the manga also writes. And so they decided to when they were making the show, we're going to take um, nishijo which is Flagship manga And Helvetica Standard, a thing that's published In a magazine every so often And we're going to make a show out of We're going to have both in the show yeah. Joe even... is still going to be the main thing But Helvetica Standard will be there
1: Helvetica Standard is also just titled Like a Sunday, uh, Sunday paper fun, Like a Funny Pages cartoon
2: Yeah, my understanding is it's a, it, it is very much in that vein It is okay. not long, it is not comprehensive It is just short gag
1: well, so my main complaint with that was one that it was confusing, but two was that the the humor and the art style was overly sweet to me. It's very cute. I I described it as too cute. It like it's saccharine mm-hmm. to me. It like hurts my teeth. Do, does that make sense when I say that, or am I just am I being a baby about it?
2: No, it makes sense. The, your, your saccharine comment has actually stuck with me ever since I heard it. Um, but also I really, this is personal feelings. I love that sacron stuff. <laughs> Give me it. So yeah, it's. Uh, I am the it, same it, way. It, and I, this I, is I, this is stuff when I was going when I was in college is when I really learned to like slice of life anime, and what it was. It took me three years to watch one slice of life anime. Because I saved the episodes for my very worst days before bed and my very best days before bed.
1: Well, and I don't even I don't even dislike saccharin necessarily because I, I or or sweet because I thought Asteroid in Love um, was very sweet. It was it was it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like overly sweet in the way that I thought Nishijo was, but it was. That that's cotton candy, right? That that's a that's a junk food, right? Mm-hmm. You're seeing uh cute girls go on dates and learn about science together. Exactly. Where, yeah. And I didn't I don't I liked Asteroid in Love, I think. I liked it more than I, I think than I did Nishi Joe. Um, and that one is still sweet. I wouldn't describe that one as saccharin necessarily, but I you know they're comparable in that way, whereas the other two, which we'll get to later, I didn't think were were quite sweet in that way, just because of the way the characters were. Um, Asteroid in Love is very polite, cute girls um, do things with their friends and fall in love.
3: Um, I think it's interesting that you say Nishijo. Is very saccharine because it does have these moments where it will just turn on its heel and become like very out- outrageously, um, like not that thing. Where,
1: but it is, but it is though, it's even, even its moments of extreme violence where somebody gets <laughs> shot in the head, um, is so. It's not even Looney Tunes. If it was Looney Tunes esque,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I would be like, oh, that's a tonal shift. But it's not. It's it's just a cute It was it would be like Looney Tunes the the Looney Tunes level violence if you were like trying to convince a like a toddler like like a like a little sweet toddler to be like oh isn't this what a cute thing it's like hello kitty violence you know <laughs> if you were to like if hello kitty was to do looney tunes violence it would be the violence in nishijo
3: okay um i have i have a, a a interesting analogy for you to me the tone of Joe is like the tone of um I I can't believe. I lost it in my head. The game where you roll the ball around.
1: Monkey ball. No. Uh, that's the only ball-based game <laughs> that I know, Lexi.
3: Where you got where you got to collect all the things. It's The yeah, bananas. Katamari. Yeah, monkey ball. Ah, Katamari Damacy. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, those do not op- those do not occupy the same space in my head. Oh no, it's absolutely the same space. Oh no, cuz Hmm. I would disagree. I don't I couldn't elaborate why on why I don't think that. It's but, uh, it's very uh,
3: comfy but also has like weird like sight gags and like
1: goofy writing. But they're not but they're not but they're not weird sight gags. They're cute sight gags. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, the, but that's what I'm gags, saying. Gags, that's what I'm I saying though. You...
2: The gags get weirder, but that doesn't matter. That we are looking at the first two episodes, Mm -hmm, which are good, which are legitimately good representations of the show.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure if I watched a full season of it, 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 I would be like, okay, this is different in a in a way that I can articulate now. But just on the two episodes I I watched, it is, and I'm really sorry. One not funny to me. I get I get the humor. It is not funny to me, personally. Uh, And whenever they do a joke, I'm thinking, oh, that was cute. Uh, But what I want to think is, that was a good joke. That was a good fucking joke. And I don't get that from Nishi Joe. Whereas I did laugh out loud a couple of times during Asteroid in Love. Despite how cute I thought that one was, too.
2: I think I understand this what framing do you approach um, tell me more about how you what you think about asteroid and love because we have talked about Nietzsche Joe quite a bit yeah what are the things I, that you enjoy about asteroid and love
1: so I liked asteroid and love I liked the thing about the difference between the two is that I liked it better because I had characters with traits that I could latch on to um, if they're going for a gag or a even the, the two episodes we, we watch were pretty self-contained in themselves. I'm sure they'll do a larger arc over a season, but um, I thought it was better to have a character trying to accomplish a thing rather than uh, characters who aren't really dissimilar from one, one another visually or personality-wise go to school. Um, it helps me figure out, especially as I'm like, you have to understand, I don't take in a lot of anime outside of this show, so I need distinct character, like, silhouettes. I need to, if I'm, like, I'm, I'm picking up people's names, I'm picking up people's personalities, I have to sort of re- relearn, my brain has to relearn how to, like, take in that that animation style. Because it's just different enough that my brain's like, we don't get it. Uh, Nishijo is very difficult. For me to pick out distinct characters because they're all so cute and chibi.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's fair to say that with Nichijou, Nichijou is interested in just setting up the gag and then delivering. Yeah. And with apart from Mai, um, it's the both everyone else needs to be willing to deliver the punchline. Whereas I do believe that Asteroid in Love is more interested in having fixed characters who have fixed roles well, and, and, and furthermore it, are going to
1: fall in love with each other. They are going to deeply fall in love with each other. A lot of I said I've said yearning too many times. It's lost its meaning. But a lot of yearning in that show.
3: It's um, yeah, but
1: they but they even had sight gags. They even just had gags in that show that I was like, oh fuck, that was pretty fucking good. Like the German the German uh, scientist who just <laughs> comes up in an episode when they mention his name. It mm-hmm. yeah, he's just in there to do a joke, and that's good. I like I like that. Um, also, I thought that the two main characters of Asteroid and Love were cute in a way that I would lay really like oh. I want to see them be cute more. Like I, they have a lot of nice moments that I enjoy together. You thought that they I had can, good maybe, chemistry. I did. They did have good chemistry. That's a, that's the thing.
2: And I think you're just going to get a broader range of emotions from a show like Asteroids and Love because um, we're going to see some character vulnerability. Whereas if we saw a character vulnerability in a show like Nichijou, Joe, it would be it would be like, haha, that's so relatable. 2011 comedy yeah yeah
1: yeah Which, that was kind of the what I way got.
2: i just looked it up we need to keep in mind Joe is from 2011 and
1: I, I don't want to hold that against it. i feel like i've been very, pretty level in my criticisms of it
2: well it's timeless to me if you were asking me is <laughs> yeah i you you could tell me <laughs> that's that, one of the classics michijo uh, was made show. in uh 2002
3: or like 2016 and i would be
2: like yeah that that makes sense um that's true just... the character models uh, this is probably a tangent but the character models of Cho are very much based on like an an azumanga Daioh mm-hmm. style of show isn't it oh yeah Dayo absolutely an ancient... I, would,
3: I agree with that what, what you said for sure azumanga Dio uh, is a different slice of life uh manga uh, okay, and anime
1: right. uh well i didn't watch it so let's stay on topic you <laughs> uh yeah, I the the thing I think why I... did you watch it when did you watch this show, both of you?
3: Um, I've watched Nishi Joe, or at least the first Nishi Joe, a few different points. Um I I watched it probably like a little bit in high school, a little bit in college, and then like a little bit after dropping out. Um Sure. Just because it's it it's a a show that's hard to that like I've always had trouble finding a good way to stream it, so I've never actually finished it, but it's always, like, one of those shows that I'm like, you know, if I start this from the beginning, I'm still gonna have a very good time with it.
1: (laughs) Well, and you don't even really need to finish it, I can't imagine it connects in that way.
3: Um, there's, there's, like, very little plot developments, but there is, like, some uh, and I'm like I want to see where
1: this eventually goes but it's not too important uh Sean did you, did you watch this in high school or did you watch it when you were in college later so with Niesche
2: Joe specifically um I had seen the gags everywhere because Nietzsche Joe is is very funny Nietzsche Joe is a memeable show before, well that's what I, that's what
1: I said in the episode before. is I recognized the characters
2: yeah. It's such a memeable show before, like, you could conceivably make memes out of video content. Like, you could do a gif, but like... I was gonna say, do you say gif? Oh my I don't. God. I only say a gif when I'm thinking about it, and oh, it's, I psych myself don't out. Don't you make say a gif. Don't do that. You can make a gif of her suplexing a goat, <laughs> that's, but like, that doesn't explain the gag. That doesn't explain what's happening here.
1: Well, and that's... Maybe that's why this... That's why Nishijo feels dated, in a way, to me, because it, it feels very lol so random humor at times but also it's just because I'm so used to seeing those fucking the gifs this is back before we had meme formats Sean is, was you'd go online and you'd see gifs of these little girls doing whatever well, they'd be if we doing had a, a meme dance format, or suplexing we, the goat
2: if we had a meme format it was an image it was not a video there was no easy way on any message board let alone the message boards that we were Browsing at the time to actually post a video with sound to set no. up most of the gags that you would see. Yeah.
1: Webm wasn't a thing, so you just got you just got the wacky bits in GIF form because m- presumably you would just recognize that moment from the show, or if not, you'd be like, "Oh, that's wacky. She suplexed a goat." Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Whereas and that's, Asteroids in Love, I watched last week.
1: Well, and um. it feels it feels so much more modern to me. I don't know if it came out that much later than nishijojid but Asteroid in Love feels more contemporary.
3: Yeah, it definitely is. Maybe that's. Uh, I think. Sorry. Uh, I think Asteroid in Love is a show that is like literally contemporary because it
2: came out like a few years ago. Um, uh, but
1: we'll see that it feels that way to me. But it. I guess I they're texting think, in it.
2: Do you both think it's fair to say that Asteroid and Love actually cares about teenagers and wants to portray the way that they live?
0: I think
3: so. I I think it does a little bit. I think that there are also uh, shows of this genre that do it a little bit better.
1: Than there's shows that do it better in this tournament arc, I would argue.
3: Um, there's there's quite a few of them. Uh, but this one but, is mostly about, like, girls being cute I think it is
1: yeah I mean it, it it it's sincere about how teenagers are in the way that like it, it's a romance at its heart right mm-hmm. so the ways the ways that teenagers love each other you know or or like do cute things together or, or in, especially in the way that they think that they are you know like when we were teenagers and you would like do a cute thing with somebody you'd be like oh wow that felt so important to me i'm gonna be smiling all day that that happened to me and <laughs> like you but you would but and that's dumb to say now right like that's what is that's stupid that we said that <laughs> and, and it feels like a thing you'd see in a teen movie but like that's how you feel about it and i feel like it reflects that that's how teenagers feel about themselves
2: absolutely well and and to asteroid and love's credit like because it is going to be a show about um, relationships, it, it not only shows us how the relationship starts, but presumably the show is about how the relationship goes. And we're going to learn about rocks along
3: the way. And we're going to learn about rocks and stars! I can't believe
1: the, the show is called Asteroid and Love, and you you specifically called out the rocks that we're going to learn about. <laughs> An Asteroid's rock. I think... Uh, fuck off. <laughs> All right, I'm calling it right now. I' sorry to Nishi Joe, uh, but I, it's got to be Asteroid in Love. I I think it's easier for us to talk about on the show, and I, I think there's a lot more there for me to bite onto. Um,
3: All right, the Bill Nye Lesbians make it to the next round.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is break time. Then right, we got to take a break in between our.
3: Uh, did we take Or should we?
1: Should we? we you take a remember. break after so the next ago. round. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. All right, and let's hear the next round then, Lexi. I'm primed for it. The next
3: round is K-On! and Isoken. All
1: right, this one's a lot tougher for me because I actually really like both of them.
3: Yeah, these are both uh, pretty dang good shows. We've got and we've got a legit anime classic, and also. A modern classic. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, this is tough competition. Okay,
1: can I? Can I? Can I say which I think is the anime classic and which is the modern classic? Yes. I think the modern classic is Izokin, and I think the the anime classic is is uh, on You're right. Okay. Yes, that feels right to me. I feel like the art style for Izokin is a lot more i, I don't want to say modern because i don't know if that's true but it feels different enough from like a house style that we see at least i thought both um asteroid in love and kaon sort of shared
2: yeah i think that's yeah well in, like kaon is very much this is this is the style that sells figures where aizu Ken, i don't think puts up a front <laughs> that is like you're not gonna buy the nendo of these characters is the honest uh part.
3: i would i would buy a nendo <laughs> of um okay
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> if i if what i had a, the money i would buy uh, a midori nendo like believe what you me is a ne-
1: is a nendo just like a little figure yes
3: i'm gonna yes. i'm gonna send a picture of a nendo
2: no. to you i believe the brand name is nender
1: yeah okay um
2: all right yes yeah, and there. Yeah. They're like a Funko Pop, but they actually they're... look good and are very expensive. Yeah. I, okay,
1: so I've seen these, right? This is this is like a thing people have on their shelves. Yeah. I haven't seen one in person, but I have seen a lot of pictures of people's shelves, and there's yeah, a lot of. What if of anime. Funko
2: Pops didn't look like garbage? <laughs> and I would say that's a Nendo. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, All right.
3: It's the chibi figure, but it's actually good because they actually take time into detailing, and they're like some of them are posable and have like. The little things you can swap out so
1: well it, it's it's so interesting that you say that this is the style that sells figures Sean because I wonder how much art style direction is based on on that on for for slice of life animes especially you're like this is the style style that people want to see this is what you know we can market in figures, in, in merchandise in that way. Because it's the same for Western cartoons, too. That's why we have, like, a billion Family Guy clones, is because that's what they can sell. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and um, a smarter podcast than us <laughs> can talk about all of the... It's actually very hard to make an anime in Japan. Yes. Because the norm is that it is not just a studio and a producer. The norm is actually everyone is putting money into it the studio the producer the toy production company um i am watching an m.a right now that i swear to god is funded by the camping equipment industry because (laughs) Oh, it's gotta be yes there is dead ass one of the objects that they want the most is a coleman um camping it's
1: gotta be it's gotta be then
2: there's
3: well, that, Also, it's really good. There's also I like mean, an open secret that there are anime that are like f- partially funded by the Japanese go- government to convince people to make, to have babies more.
2: Um, yes. That's so That's
1: so fucking bad. That's a literal psyop.
2: <laughs> so it's very, you know, a podcast that is smarter than us could t- explain to us that All that, the way that anime is made is that there's actually several hands in it. Yeah. Um,
1: I can't believe you both are telling me right now that anime is a fucking psyop. Or at least some anime is a psyop. Some
3: anime is definitely a psyop.
1: (laughs) I can't fucking believe it. I didn't. I had so many preconceived <laughs> notions about what anime is when we started this show, but not one of them, let me tell you, was that anime was a psyop by the Japanese government. Holden,
3: you have to understand, we also watch media that is definitely a psyop as well.
1: <laughs> no, I get that. Well, here's the thing is when Sean mentioned that like a bunch of companies have their, you know, uh, their hand on the steering wheel in, in that way because they're all putting money in is you think about the, the Japanese media that's made it to Western shores. You think about... Transformers. That was all the toy companies. Like, all right, we got we have a toy that turns from a robot into a car. Make a make a show out of Mm -hmm.
2: it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, in Yu-Gi-Oh and Gundam and yeah, (laughs) Gundam.
1: Pokemon was a video game first. Anime came second, if I'm remembering correctly. But Yu-Gi-Oh definitely feels like they tied. Oh
3: yeah, that was okay. The way that actually worked was Yu-Gi-Oh was. A, was not about a card game. The Yu-Gi-Oh manga is a actually dark, um, gritty death game, uh, anime, uh, where every week Yugi Moto has to play for his life different games, um, and it was just it just so happened that, uh, the the monster card battle one is the one that really took off, and then the some people who were like, "Hey, we want to make this card game. We'll give you money to keep making this, uh, this make this the, be the main thrust of the manga, and like fund an anime for it." And that's how that got started.
1: Okay, I have I have a study in Sakuga confession to make about um, a Yu-Gi-Oh mistake that I made. Yeah? once when I was a child. What's that? So. Uh, when I was a kid, I really did like the Yu-Gi-Oh! show. I, I was, we talked about this last episode, but I was a Yu-Gi-Oh! kid in middle school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, uh, and so I like watched the show, and I would go. My mom is a reading teacher at her school. I did not go to her school, but she made sure that when we were home for the summer, uh, we went to the library every single week, and we got several books. So one of the books that I got when I was there, I got regular books, but then I was like, oh, fuck, there's a comic section. And I was only allowed to get one comic book per week. which doesn't make any sense to me, but that was the rule. Uh, and they had a Yu-Gi-Oh comic book, uh, what you and I might call now a uh, manga or a manga if you're a purist in that way. Um, I didn't know shit about that. Didn't know what that was. Didn't understand that was in a broader context. So I took that book home, I read it, and I was like, "This makes no fucking sense." Oh my god! Please tell me you, get, you did the thing.
0: <laughs> did you do
1: the I, thing? I, I, I did the thing, and I I uh, realized only after uh, that you are supposed to read it from um from right to left and not from left to right. <laughs> so I read the whole book, and I was so confused, so lost. I read the whole thing. And I couldn't understand what was happening. It feels like things went from very high stakes to pretty (laughs) low stakes. And I was like, I don't really understand what's happening here. I can kind of get the gist of it, but it doesn't seem to be all that interesting. Um, Yeah, turns out you're supposed to read it the opposite way. And that was not sort of... um, You know communicated to me at any point the only way that i figured it out was because the cover was on the back you
3: know holden <laughs> in most manga there is actually a page that says stop you're reading this the wrong way yes
1: uh it might have been in this book but if it was there i didn't <laughs> simply didn't read it um so that was my Yu-Gi-Oh mistake um but it's inter- it i don't know it's interesting that it ties in in this way what's marketable because i do feel in the same way that like like, Western cartoons have a house style, which is that family guy style, or mm-hmm. comic books oftentimes are accused of having a house style. More DC mm-hmm. is usually this, is they have a house style that all of their comic book artists have to sort of replicate to feel consistent. It does feel like these two are of a pair in in a way that Isaacan is not.
3: Um, mm-hmm. let me just take a quick look at, um kaon's uh um studio to see if, if it is all similar uh kyoto so uh yeah yep mm-hmm uh
1: they're all the same
3: this is made by kyoani kyoto animation um which actually uh they do very good work but uh very recently they had a terrible fire. Um that was like
1: feels like there's a lot of fires in animation studios. Um that actually it was very tragic.
3: Um they're making anime again which is very good, but uh shout outs to Kill Annie. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. uh Nishijo also was made by uh Kill Annie.
1: <laughs> hmm. Um Well, it, I guess you can't accuse them of having a house style then.
3: Uh they also made uh, other important uh, um, Slice of Life works, uh, the melancholy of Haruhi, Suzumiya, and Hibike Euphonium. Uh,
1: Hi, um, pardon me one more time?
3: Hibike Euphonium, which is a different anime uh, about, about a, 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 a b- band, but this time it's the type of band it's a, it's that we a played band.
1: in. It's a marching band. It's a
3: concert band. Yes
1: it has euphonium in the title so yes i would imagine so all right well um okay so having said that just between the the art styles i actually prefer isokins more but that makes sense to me because that show is about animation in a real way yeah um that it only makes sense to have your art style be that sort of it's rougher in an interesting way. Does that make sense when I say that? Um,
3: yeah, I I think I understand that. I I think this uh, the Isaac kind of also does a lot of the uh, anime thing of of uh, kind of to express an emotion. Uh, characters' faces will get simpler uh, at times, which is always a, a fun joke. Um,
1: I didn't hate that. I thought that was pretty good. The
3: studio that made keep your hands up off isaacan by the way is science saru um i am not a, oh yeah they made devil man cry baby yeah this is all um <laughs> this is all well, uh his work so that makes sense um
1: well and when i say rougher i don't mean like it's less polished i mean the art style is has harder edges right it's got right angles mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm um, I I don't know. I preferred that art style better. I think.
3: Uh, it's also just uh, it has a bit uh, more diversity in uh, character design, which was a thing that you pointed out. Uh, is
1: yeah. Although I will say, although I will say, K-On was pretty good about this. Yeah,
3: K-On did do a good job of making distinct characters. Um, uh, personally, I I really love the uh the having two characters that basically would look the same except one wears their uh wears a headband and that somehow just changes their whole vibe
1: exactly yeah it's it's a sean i'm curious what you think about it but it's a it's a silhouette thing for me i understand we joke about protagonist hair Mm -hmm. a lot because Mm -hmm. it's silly it the the gravity defying haircuts that people have is is meme worthy. But it also makes whenever you see the guy with like hair that looks like the Eiffel Tower, you're like, oh yeah, that's the Eiffel hair guy. <laughs> like I remember him. <laughs> whereas whereas in in um Asteroid and Love they have pretty realistic haircuts, which kind of makes it hard to pick out who's who at times. Although I, I do think Kaon did a pretty good job of being like this one's the blonde one. This one's, you know, she's shorter with brown hair. She's got a headband. She's the tall one, what plays bass, <laughs> um, and and Iso-ken is great at this. Yeah, G- great Absolutely. at character silhouettes. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and just like, and they just have different faces. I think about, I don't recall the tall one's name, but Kanamori. <laughs> we we love her. <laughs>
1: Yes, the the one that what looks like Scrafty, the Pokemon stand, Scrafty. I a
2: producer, king, queen. <laughs> uh, um, but like, Konami's resting face is completely different from the other two's,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're animated in in different in different. And this is the thing: is that we can talk about the animation in the show or the silhouette, but the show is about that, right? It, can you imagine? Isoken, if it was animated the same way as Kaon, or they had similar arts, it would be nothing. It would be a nothing show.
3: Yeah, it, the, it, it's it definitely wouldn't so be so dependent, um, delivering on what its like focus is. I feel like, um, where I feel like the real thrust of K-On! is its like its writing and uh, like I want I do want to shout out that all of the background art in k is absolutely beautiful. It's it is incredible. Like it's, incredible. spectacularly de- detailed. It's wild how beautiful that it's, stuff looks. It is. And,
2: and the guitar I don't wanna... looks like an actual guitar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the attention to detail in K-On! is incredible. I don't want to... When I say it's got a sort of similar style, I don't want to say it's a bad style or a lazy style. Um, I think we get a lot of that when we accuse... Like, you know, like a Family Guy clone. We're like, oh, this feels lazy to me. Um, I don't think that the the artwork or the animation that went into either of... Either Asteroid in Love or k is lazy. It's such, such good work in those.
2: That said now, what did you think about... So, k is just simply after school. Yeah. Um... Does that genre appeal to you? After school club, girls just having fun.
1: So, yes. I liked all of the shows about after school fun better than I liked Nishi Joe.
2: Which is during school fun. <laughs> Which is during school.
1: <laughs> I guess in a real way, uh, <laughs> My Hair Academia was also during school fun. Yeah. That's just um, school fun. Yeah. The school is fun. I. I liked the after school club thing. I um, that's why this what this matchup's more difficult because Isoken and they have a pretty similar conceit. I think if I had to lean one way or the other, I think the dynamic like the club dynamic is more fun in Isoken. Because they are learning how to play their instruments as a band in k which is interesting. Um, and they are working up to a, like a battle of the bands, which would be satisfying, I think. Um, but I don't think they do that this season. Like the season I would watch, there, right? I'll,
3: I'll let you know that uh, k is a two-season anime. Isaacen one season
1: one season. Okay, so that's kind of what I get is that I feel like we'd watch the first season of k and be like, "Oh, I just want I want to see them I want to see them do their big show." Whereas the the end goal for Isaacin, as I understand it is they're trying to make a full movie. Correct. All like, and if there's uh
3: no I I won't I won't spoil that.
1: Don't spoil it for me. This is I'm not supposed to have any outside information, Lexi. Okay, well, let's hear your preferences, then. Which which did you like better between the two of them? Either of you.
3: Um, my preferences lie with Isaacan. Um, this is simply because I love the directorial style of, uh, Masaki Yuasa. He just does incredible... He gets incredible work from, uh, voice actors. He does incredible work from uh with uh these uh designs and uh helping flesh out what this world is supposed to look like. It's like great stuff. This is like the shit he does. He's great at it and I love it.
2: Um
1: it was really good. Sean.
2: Um gosh, I'm going to actually contradict myself from earlier in that I also like Isaac Ken more. Simply because, as as cute and as sweet K-On! is, there's interesting things happening in Aizuken that we don't know about yet. There is why is their world like this? Um, is a is a question I asked myself when I was watching the first episode. Like this, Japan doesn't even look like this. I don't understand why. Yeah, everything is so crappy here.
1: It is interesting in that way because you're the show isn't about that it's you know it's about it's about them doing a club thing but it so skillfully done in the way that is like oh this is this is dissimilar this is a this is an entirely new city that's beautiful um but it's it's not like a place you could live you know there it's taking place in this this other world that you want to know questions about so you you want to know questions about the world building in isokin in a way you just don't when you watch K because
3: Kon Kaon's that that's just our world <laughs> like
1: yeah that's just yep. I mean and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just it's just a different show right mm-hmm. like that show mm-hmm. is about the friends you make along the way and isokin is about accomplishing a goal with your friends well and and
2: further to just the structure of isoken. Aizuken is actively interested in subverting our expectations. When they decide to get in a Dragonfly spaceship, mm-hmm. it's like, we know, we know they're not actually getting into a Dragonfly spaceship, but we're still going to see that go. Right? Yeah. Right. And so I just think if you were asking me for my opinion, I also agree that just Aizuken has more going on in it. As much as I like Kaon, as much as Kaon would be like, a great thing to watch on a tablet just as I fall asleep mm-hmm. um, if I had to pick a show Isoken is the one that I want to know what's going on in there
1: I think there's so much there for me like so much on the bone for me with Isoken I can talk about animation differences I can talk about the way that the show is, is referencing itself or, or proof of concept of the thing they're talking about I think that's fascinating to me, right? Is the is the show is is the product of what it's trying to teach you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, so you've already it's,
2: identified that there's sort of a meta narrative to Izu-Ken, isn't there?
1: Yeah, I, that's it's fascinating to me. It's a snake eating its own tail in a in a way. It's the the meta narrative is is them explaining the like the concept of the show to you at in the animation of it.
3: Yeah. It's... Uh, this This is also... One of the things I like about Isaacan is just how powerful... Uh, it uses visual metaphor to kind of explain what it's all about. And, like, this is a show that is about the power of self-expression through this medium. Like, that's just what it is. And in that way, it does, like very interesting stuff
1: well i think it's interesting you say that lexi because it's also that's at its core that's what kaon's about too right it's it's Mm -hmm. expressing yourself through the the medium Mm -hmm. that the show's about right in in kaon's case music um i just think i think you can see the the execution of those things in the construction of the show it's like in its in the brick and mortar of it uh and it's in every level every layer right it's in the the like foundations in the animation it's in the character design it's in the the story construction in a way that uh kaon doesn't do um again not that kaon does it badly i just i think it's it's so top to bottom tight for isokin that that might be more interesting for me have you reached a conclusion anime Watson? I think I have, I think I don't, to no one's surprise. I think it's got to go to isokin in this, this round.
2: All right. Well, Isaac did you, hmm? I have one last question. Yeah. Did you like K on?
1: I actually did like K on. Okay. Um, I, again, we talked mostly about what we liked about Iso but I, the things that I thought K on did really well, um, it did really well. It, it, did a it did a good job of animating um, them playing instruments. It did a good job at the music of the show. Did a good job differentiating characters and why they play what they play. Um, they had very charming characters on that show. I just wish the main character was one of those charming characters. <laughs>
2: Several weeks ago, I messaged Lexi, and I told her if Holden doesn't even like Kion, I'm just going to. Die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I did like Kion. I just, I just think the main character is not boring. I think she doesn't have a personality. I want, I want this for her. I want Kion to happen to her so bad, <laughs> so she can get a personality trait by learning to play the guitar.
3: Ain't we all? Ain't we all? <laughs> um, but with Isaacan moving off to the next round to face off against the asteroid in love it is time for us to take a break Okay, so Azumanga Daio almost made it into the tournament art. The really the only thing that uh, that did that disqualified it is that I haven't I hadn't previously watched Azumanga Daio, and I'm trying not to get into that territory of anime too quickly in the series. Um shows well, who you knows how many of
2: those jokes still land? Like all right, I'm going to look up Azumanga Daio uh air date. <laughs> uh, cuz it is truly that old. Yeah, it's it's 2002.
0: Um, oof, oof.
3: But here's the thing. Azumanga Daio is all <laughs> is also another show about lesbians. So, um
1: I mean, I I... in a real way, Keon felt like a show about lesbians too. So, I don't think you were like stopping yourself
3: um, you're right, Also, and you can't Also,
1: stop me. Iso-, <laughs> Iso Ken also kind of feels like a show about lesbians sometimes. So, it you you kind of just patted it top Listen, to bottom. You're just, don't think I don't see you. you
3: just see, You're just... I think you're just seeing things. I do not see, uh, the... I don't see the explicit, uh, or implicit queer relationships in Iso Ken. I think these well, girls I, just, like, are friends. and
1: <laughs> There were a couple of moments where I thought about it, but I again have only seen two episodes. So. Um
2: they're legitimately mean to each other in that first scene. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I the the Is that
2: affection to you Holden?
1: <laughs> the tall girl. Who's the tall girl? Uh, uh Kanamori. 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 I don't I she's not in this she's not in this love thing that I have in my oh. head pictured. Um, I see. Yeah, she's not she not part of it. Um, the only love, true love she has is cold hard cash, so (laughs) good for her.
3: Um, anyway, we're, we're that, with that little peek behind the curtain of my, my thoughts of, and how much I think about and how I go into constructing these, uh, these, uh, selections of anime for Holden, uh, a bit revealed, uh, we are back from break, um.
1: This is the big one. Yeah. This is the big fight. This is the battle.
3: Yeah. Two, like, two very interesting shows. Uh, We've got the, we've got lesbians in science, and we've got real good animation. So, let's figure this out. I mean, that's...
1: That's a that's a good pitch. I, do you want me to tell you how I'm leaning at the moment, or do you want do you both want to give me a pitch? I've done this in the past, uh, Sean. I, if you remember the first tournament arc that we finished, where we chose um, uh, My Hair Academia, is I told Lexi to give me a pitch of both shows, hmm. and then we could go in and I could choose from there. I'm I'm is willing this, to this hear. Be a
2: pitch? Would this be a pitch based on what we know, or what we know based on the first two episodes, or is this a pitch based on what comes later?
1: So you're not allowed to tell me anything that I don't know. So only the first two episodes can you spoil, like, can we talk about. But Mm -hmm. you could say, like, I think you would like this because, you know, what I know, it it does this, which I think that you would like. Or it's a show about blank, which is really interesting, blah, 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 blah but you can't tell me things that happen in the show okay
2: let's do it let's let's meet him where he's at yeah let's see. can you do asteroids in love
3: yeah i can do i can do a bit of asteroid in love i i've i' I'll, I'll level with you i've seen eight episodes of the 12 of asteroid
1: in love um mm-hmm. well i didn't assume that you were gonna i thought you had watched all the episodes so i don't I guess, I guess as anime Sherlock, you should have them all watched when we start.
3: holding?
1: Is this a rule? No,
3: this is not a rule. I'm not.
1: This uh, is not a rule? You're going to do it with me? That seems fake, right? That. No. The, I, we've only ever wa- Here's the thing. We've only ever watched animes that you know about or have watched the, the, pretty, pretty extensively. The
3: thing of the show is that I I know more about anime in general than you.
1: Okay. It it, just—we've never watched a show where you don't know how it ends. So,
3: I mean, it's—it's a—it's a a slice of life show. I can kind of guess how this one's going to end. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: enough. I guess there's only one way for uh, asteroids and love to end. Uh, With the asteroid hitting the planet. (laughs) Yep, that's Wiping out all life. (laughs)
3: Unfortunately, uh, (laughs) discover
2: this. (laughs) All of them have to do magical girl transformations to stop the asteroid Armageddon style.
1: And then Sailor Moon. Then Sailor Uh, Moon.
2: Alan Alan Mira
3: died tragically in an asteroid accident. Yep, that's it.
1: ripped to sailor Mars but I'm different it,
3: it takes a, it takes a real turn uh, uh, really disappointed real barrier your gaze shit going on here
1: uh, I mean it's buried the whole planet so what can you do but it's uh, it feels like a it feels misleading from the jump
3: uh, by the way I do want to shout out um, uh, asteroid in love's studio is uh, dogo koba they also made uh, uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, which is a show that is very good, but didn't get a second season and
1: left everyone on a fucking cliffhanger. Uh. That's a bummer, but that's uh, good to know, so we never put it on our watch list.
3: Oh no, that's that's gonna, it'll come up. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> So far, in the future. We have to focus on the now, Lexi. Like, so you've you've not given me the pitch uh, on asteroid the pitch
3: in love. On asteroid in love, uh, I think for me, uh, the pitch is that this is this is uh, just like so many fun science facts. Uh, while watching queer love happen before our eyes is like I think that's the only way I can really pitch this show. Is that, hey, you like Bill Nye? What if Bill Nye had a story to it? You know,
1: let me let me ask you this: Do you feel like the science facts that you're learning, you've is that interesting to you in a way? I because I guess the sell of Bill Nye is that he's giving you the science and doing jokes or or being entertaining in that way. I I don't know if asteroid in love is giving me the entertaining sell on the science facts. But here's the thing. Rocks is not very interesting to me. So I don't know how big of a sell you would need to sell me on the rocks. Well, the,
3: the show is m- more space than rocks. Uh,
1: Sean's favorite part was the rocks. He said so.
2: <laughs> oh, that's just the part that I remember you, you fixated on <laughs> in the episode, frankly.
1: <laughs> it's a lot about rocks. We learned a lot about rocks. Mm-hmm. It's not called Rock in Space.
2: Um, Are you interested Would Asteroids in Love, could we sell you on Asteroids in Love based on the fact that Asteroids in Love does care about these high school girls and their relationships to each other? Probably even yes. more than Isaacan. Yeah, because yes. this is
1: I, that
3: this is a show that is more about relationships than, like, the, like, I'll say that Isaacan has, like, lofty goals, uh, because it's a show about a medium. Uh, asteroid in love is a show that's about these characters
1: i that would be the thing that sells me on asteroid in love frankly is that it's a show about you know teenagers doing teenage things right this is a show about high schoolers you know going to their club together and falling in love and that's you i i'm a concept guy i've always said this is that when you put things in front of me. You're like, this is the concept for that show. And I, I say that one sounds most interesting to me where the concept between the two shows is asteroid in love is girls fall in love and also do science together, which is like a romance novel, right? That's a, it's a romance
2: show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We've always uh, known that we need more lesbians in STEM. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every- <laughs> more
0: lesbians in STEM.
1: <laughs> uh, Whereas, whereas the pit the not the elevator pitch but the the concept for isoken is uh, three girls make an animated movie in a a uh, a world that has a cl- had a climate disaster or is having a climate disaster uh, is is like a higher concept cell for me so I that's why I I I am so fascinated with isokin as a as a thing, um, but that doesn't mean that like the romance or teenage aspects of of asteroid and love or like wouldn't also be interesting to me. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. uh, I think the relationship dynamics that uh, that uh, our protagonists have. Is actually very good, and also I do want to keep playing the game of how many times is uh, Al going to wear pink, white, and blue? Uh,
1: that was that was a good game <laughs> that we stumbled upon. I got I got one that you didn't notice. Yeah.
3: Um, we we simply love to see it.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also have huge empathy with the um the. Is it a teacher that likes to grill?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the teacher whose hobby is just fucking she's grilling. She's out
3: here and she's
2: grill-pilled. <laughs> like yeah. yeah.
1: She's got fucking grill dad energy. Love that for her. Um, All I
2: have to do is just supervise these kids who probably know more about the subject than I do. Absolutely, but as she. As long as I can
1: grill.
3: Um, I, oh Sean, no.
1: there's a moment. There's a no. Hang on, no, hang on. There's a moment in that second episode where she has been like napping in her car or something, or putting away the grill or what the fuck ever. Because all the girls are like with the telescope, learning about space, and she there's a sh, there's like a meteor shower that they all see and they're like, wow, that's incredible. And then the teacher walks out and it's like, well, I'm back and I won't miss anything else. I want to see the meteors. And then it makes a point to say. We didn't see any more meteors that night. So I don't I don't think that the teacher is there because she just loves science. I'm pretty sure she's there because she's got that sweet, sweet uh, money uh, for the club. And she's like, you know what sounds good? A science picnic. Yeah. Science picnic sounds good. Uh, yeah, what's what a club event? Yeah, yeah. We'll do a we'll do a party and I'll I'll grill for the party. That sounds pretty fun, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I do want to point out, I think she's the science teacher. She wears a lab coat in school, so.
1: Okay, but just because you're a science teacher doesn't mean you like science all that much. That's It means you're a teacher, yeah. Uh, okay, Sean, now you give me the pitch on Aizouken. I feel like that was pretty solid for Asteroid and Love.
2: So the pitch for Aizouken is very much what you stated earlier. Um, We have three characters here. They have no support at all. And they just want to make they want to make a show. Two of them are 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 motivated by their desire to animate their respective disciplines. Um, And one of them is motivated by money.
1: (laughs) It is a fun dynamic between the two of them because as a um, my who uh, someone who's my fiance has described as a A sort of what's what's a kind way of saying this about myself a uh scatter scatterbrained at times artist a a uh i have often i often fall asleep with like pens or mechanical pencils in my pocket (laughs) uh, like in bed so they just sort of like are in the sheets in the morning um because i'm like i'm like drawing i'm like sketching something or i have to write down a note on something and then i just forget to take the pencil out of my pocket uh it makes a lot of sense to me seeing uh, them her the producer having to corral her creative types being like okay back up yeah this is all cool but like what's the genre what are you doing and they're like that's a big question we don't know we just <laughs> want to draw dragonfly spaceships and she's like fine let's start with something simple let's get a desk uh, that's, that speaks to me in a, as a, as a, um, a, uh, professor type who's like, just like doddering around, leaving notes on sticky notes that I forget about <laughs> in the wash.
2: Well, and I, if we're talking about relationships, the relationships that Isuken is about to, is interested in portraying is a work relationship. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. These people are going to be coworkers and co-creators. Uh, they're going to be friends is the honest truth But um, It's more interested in that Than the f- sort of friendship And romance that we see in Asteroids and Love Yeah
3: it is much more about Like learning to collaborate With people and understand People in that way than it is About like Understanding people on Just like the friendship level It's It definitely does have that more Uh m- that kind of angle on relationships
1: but in mm-hmm. that way but in that way sean it, it's a it, you're right it is a show about co-workers but in that way it might be more satisfying seeing them succeed because because they're not just friends who are doing it as a hobby you know that's
2: absolutely true yes
1: they i mean they are friends doing it as a hobby but they want it be, because they want to do this this is like the their passion Where I I would argue that for, like, K-On, I don't know, like, it might be their passion, a couple of them's passion to play music, but, like, uh, the lady that plays bass in that show, she didn't want to be in a band, necessarily. She just likes hanging out with her friends.
2: Does it also feel like, for me, Aizuken, there's a chance that they might blow it in the end.
1: Yeah, they they feel very... Lexi told me it's only one season. Yeah. Is that because mm-hmm. they don't have a second one or they're just waiting on a second one?
3: I think
2: it, this was but just like, a limited series these... thing.
1: Okay, that's that's what I thought. Out it... of
2: all of these shows, Aizuken seems like the only one that is willing to like have their main characters blow it in the end.
1: I could not imagine K <laughs> when they when they get no, that's not true. If for Kaon, if they like get to the Battle of the Bands, I could see them losing. But here's the thing about that is that they would still fucking whip ass at their with their band. They'd be incredible. Well, and uh, they would
2: win because of friendship,
1: right? Right, right. They would win because they were such good friends that learned to play their music together, right? Instead of learning, like, or they would lose but still do a really good job, But and it was fine because they were friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Isokin, I think you're right in, in that it might not come together in a real way. They might make something interesting, but it could ultimately be a, fa- a failure. Um, that's interesting to me too, especially since it's one season.
3: Just a moment. I
1: don't know. It's just us. It's just us on the pod
2: now, Sean. Do you actually need to meet a vamp? or?
1: Oh, this is not... I assume Lexi's going to cut this, but um, in the off chance that she doesn't... Um, yeah, now I need you to vamp.
2: Now you okay. gotta man, just Guess in case. which one of
1: these shows I didn't watch? Okay, I have it narrowed down to a couple. Okay. I think it's either um, Nishi Joe or I think it's Asteroid in Love. I think it's one of those two.
2: If you had to pick one, which one would you guess?
1: I think it's Nishi Joe
2: that you haven't it's- watched. It is asteroids in love. Son of a bitch! Oh,
1: I had it so close. It's because when we talked about asteroids and love, you didn't say fucking anything, and <laughs> then you were like, "Oh, true. you were like, oh yeah, I watched it last week," and I was like, mm-hmm. mm, "Seems seems thou dost to protest too much." But then when we were talking about Nietzsche Joe, you were like, "You didn't actually mention you had watched it. You just mentioned the style of show similar to it." So oh, I was that's like,
2: true. Yeah, no, I watched Nietzsche Joe's. Several years ago. And loved it. Yeah, okay. It it is not... hmm. If it is not my favorite slice of life anime, it is number two. Really? Yes.
1: Oh, It just doesn't hit for me in that same way. And I like a slice of life anime, Sean. I'm with Mm -hmm. you. I'm with you here in this space. Yeah. I don't need... I think the honest answer is,
2: I think about the other slice of life anime that I have watched... And when I revisit them, it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I revisit Nietzsche Joe and it's like, I've already had what, what you didn't have, which is prep for what is this show actually. Yeah um, And returning to Nietzsche Joe knowing what, what this show is actually, um, I'm sure is an easier it, sp- experience.
1: It feels very much like a show that you put like you put on to have like a nice warm thing in the background as you play switch or something. You know, it's mm-hmm. like And that's fine. I like those shows. Um but you Platform also have content. You all watching
2: Nichijou on.
1: So, I watched Joe. I think it was on oh, I want to say it was like Crunchyroll or whatever I bet that It's on Crunchyroll. Right? It was Crunchyroll or the other one, the other big one that I can't think of the name of. Netflix? Shit. No, 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 no. It was... It might be on Netflix, though, actually. Nichijou is not, not on that. Netflix. Okay, well, maybe Hulu, then. I don't remember. K-On! is on Netflix. What was it?
2: K-On! on Netflix doesn't work on my Roku TV very well, for some reason.
1: It might have just been, like, a, a weird a weird anime site that I watched it on, but I think it is on also on Crunchyroll. Look Mm -hmm. at me knowing stuff about Crunchyroll.
2: Dude, okay, you know what's the most frustrating? There's a specific anime that I want to rewatch that is, is one of my favorite slice of life anime. It is on YouTube, but it is not subbed. Oh, so there's no dub. There's no sub. I could watch the raw version of the Japanese thing on YouTube.
1: not even a fan sub?
2: Not even a fan sub on YouTube. Or okay. if it is, it's just episode, like, eight or some stupid shit like that.
1: So, so I, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but I have, if I have the option between watching the all right. sub or the, I'm so sorry, Lexi, you're going to have to keep all of that. We had an interesting conversation while you were going. Okay. Um, uh. I, I don't know she if you picked up on if this it was interesting <laughs> I think it was interesting okay uh, but I I, I would have typically watch if I have the choice between a sub or a dub I will always watch the dub uh, just because I, I think I can my brain can pick pick up more and I can take my notes and stuff um, there will
3: be shows where I will put a gun to your head and I and I will say you're watching the sub. <laughs> i just want you to know i don't
1: i just i simply don't understand why people are like this it does what does it matter they're there i now. i now i understand the japanese voice actors are doing a great job this is my second point to what i was about to say is that i had to watch izokin sub because it doesn't have a dub and they did a Mm -hmm. great job they did really well and i it didn't it didn't um like it was better and also, I watched. I also watched Asteroid in Love um, uh, subbed instead of dubbed, even though there was a dub out there, because I couldn't stand the dubbed character's main voice. Yes. Uh, it was terrible, so I yes. had to watch that one subbed.
2: I' Looking at you, Cardcaptor Sakura, <laughs> get a redub, <laughs> please.
1: They, like, talked in a baby voice. I'm like, stop talking in baby voices. Let's just... They're in high school now. They don't talk like this. Mm-hmm. Um...
3: But there, there are some like there are just some dubs that aren't up to snuff in comparison to the sub, uh, the sub voice acting is what I would say.
1: It, well, and it's rough too coming off of an excellent dub for My Hero Academia. Yeah. So, mm. um,
3: but that'll be an interesting well, uh, track for you watching an entire, uh, an entire series subbed. Uh, yeah right out uh with both these shows
1: and i don't hate it i i know i we've talked about this in the past about why i don't i don't like to do it but i um i do think for isaac and it it'll be an easier transition for me because because uh the voice actors are killing it so badly they're just nailing it so much the energy that they're bringing to it is incredible where for for asteroids in love i it's a mellow show so i don't know if the voice actors are like doing their full range that they have mm-hmm. um Ooh, i might okay i might have it you might have I it i might have you might, have, your might have it i might have it do you is there any last minute things anybody wants to to say to me, try to influence me one way or the other. Um and we got the, anything? The last,
3: the last thing I'll let you know is that looking at the numbers on the episodes uh, that we have recorded, Isaacin does better numbers.
1: Okay, well that's fortuitous because I'm pretty pretty hard leaning towards Isaacin at the moment.
2: I will also say more more lesbians in STEM. More lesbians in animation. We can't lose. Yeah. We can't lose. <laughs> we can't lose.
1: Yeah. I think that's gotta be it. I think it's gotta be Aizokin. Just based off of the conversations we were having in those episodes, and also the conversations we had in this this episode, I I just think there's more meat on the bone to talk about for Aizokin. Just because this is also interesting to me, too, because you introduced me to the concept of what an anime does with with My Hair Academia, and we got to talk about, like, beats and stuff, how they compare to Western media, and now we get to talk about animation styles. I think that's interesting.
3: Yeah. Personally. We get to we get to really dig into the uh, way, the, like, the actual particulars of animating something, which will be an interesting thing uh, for this show. Like, I, there is shit I learned watching Isaac Hen that... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what all of these shows are doing, right? If we had watched K-On, right, I'm sure I would fucking remember my scales or whatever.
3: <laughs> um, But there you have it. Isaacin is the winner of the Isaacin Slice is the of winner. Life tournament. Uh, we're going to continue watching Isaacin, Uh, next episode.
1: And when we get to... And we'll get all the way through the season. Can I ask how many episodes there are in this, this single season of Isaac? There are
3: 12 episodes.
1: 12 episodes okay so that's that'll be six six episodes Mm -hmm. of isaacin yep uh and uh then we'll do our our final thoughts and i think what we have right now is when we get through isaacin we go back to season two of my hero academia yes
3: which will be very fun um
1: looking forward to that i'm looking forward looking forward to that but for for next time we are going to do Keep Your Hands Off Isokin, which I am pretty hyped about. I think there's a lot lot going on in the show, and I, I am uh, excited to talk about it, actually. so Yeah,
2: that'll be fun. I just got one more thing <laughs> really
1: quick. <laughs> I, I took a drink of my beer. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> I wanted to pose this question since the beginning, which is, does this genre have legs for a Western audience? Um, for a slice I, of
1: life
2: yes I read an article earlier um, that talked about how this particular style whether it was originally manga or anime, anime was designed as this is the thing that you come home to relax and watch at the end of a work day or right before bed and, and that reflects my usage of the medium um, and I wonder if that is something that we could see on broadcast television. Or is it better off staying where it's at, where it's it's there for those who seek it out on streaming services? Well here's the but thing maybe doesn't do well. Here's
3: the thing. I I know that I have to think that there are people who watch anime who treat Slice of Life shows as you do, but also in the same way that Holden and Abby treat um treat New Girl. Uh where it's just a thing that's all in the
1: background. Mm. We've we've watched it so many times at this point, it's like we'd already know beat for beat what happens, but we love it anyway. You know, it's just got a direct line to what we think is funny. But here's the thing, to answer your question, Sean, absolutely. One hundred percent. And do you know how I know this? Do you know how How I know there's an audience for this type of show? How do you know this? Because they're already watching (laughs) it. They're just watching the anime version all the people in the states that are already watching this there's an enormous audience for people to watch this in the states and the reason they're watching anime instead of a western cartoon one because they like anime but two because that's the only place where it exists if you had a western cartoon that was slice of life in a similar way people would fucking eat that shit up here's here's as i understand it and lexi feel free to correct me but as i understand it the the main reason that people come to Slice of Life is the comfort aspect of it, um, but they also—it's also, especially from the examples you've put in front of me, Lexi—a pretty good place to find a queer love story in a very comfortable setting.
3: Uh, yeah, I—I'd say mm. that that that's true. I'd also say that it is uh that it is also rife with uh queer baiting as well. Uh,
1: I'm—I mean that that seems true per a conversation that we've had about japan's views on on queer folks
3: looking at you he
1: but <laughs> but I, I, I do remember i do remember reading a take on on manga uh, specifically which i imagine translates at least a little bit to anime is that the reason that um western comics let's say mainstream comics we're talking marvel dc whatever are are lagging behind say manga uh, is because especially in the representation front on this end is because at any given time you can go to manga and find like 30 different fully fleshed out fully realized stories about lgbtq characters whereas uh if you go to a dc comic you're like oh robin is bi damn maybe you like i don't know mm-hmm. like <laughs> in <this laughs> that's universe? it that's what we got um, um you're like not even not even Dick Grayson, but the one who's most by Dick Grayson. It's Tim, it's Tim Drake. He's the he's by. <laughs> okay, are you telling
3: me that Dick Grayson isn't by
1: in canon? No, in canon is not by. That's bi, fucked but up. That's fucked up. But it right. The, it, okay, they were like okay, let's make a Robin by because did you see the Tim Drake stuff? Yes. Tim Drake is by okay. now, Lexi. Okay.
3: I kind of know which Tim is
1: Drake. they. They know they did. They pulled an Iceman, right? They were like, uh, "Here's a here's a straight character," and we're like, "We need more representation." So what if he was bi? Which is fine, but instead of looking at the character specifically, they were like, "Okay, out of all the Robins we could have picked, we're gonna pick Tim Drake instead of the most bi guy that we have in the in DC universe who is."
3: the best ass in Nightwave. comics like really the best really? ass the
1: best ass in comics isn't the fucking bi- uh, what it doesn't matter this is this is a tangent i it's it's just a it's a better place to go for fully realized characters and stories in that space and that's why even with a diversity push in that sense comics are lagging but like western comics are lagging behind i imagine it's similar in uh Western cartoons is that there's just nothing there for people who are interested in queer stories or slice of life material and especially when the two meet, um, there's just nothing there for them. So they have to go to anime. Now if you did a Western cartoon for this in this space, it's that's money in my opinion. Yeah, that's I don't money know. on that's, the table. That's money I on the know. table. Earlier this week
2: I was thinking about it and I thought to myself, and this is this is a quite cynical approach thinking about it. My issue is, and the reason why I don't see a Western slice of life happening is how do you get to 50 episodes for a slice of life show? Uh,
1: I mean, I mean, this is why I have to, it stays on streaming. Sean is because, because mm-hmm. if you're on network television, it has, you have to get enough episodes to syndicate it, right? Exactly. That's the goal. Always. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I think the only exception for a cartoon that was made, Recently enough for us to, us to talk about it, where that was not the goal was the uh, the miniseries um, over the Garden Wall, which was just just like the six or eight episodes or whatever it was. But that was all they were going to do, and it was just a miniseries.
2: And that's the exception that proves the rule.
1: Yes, is it was uh, everybody loved it because it was that. Day. Yeah, um,
2: that show. Slaps. And
1: I, it's just it's such a good show, but it's. That's just the wall you're gonna hit when it comes to a cartoon in this way' is they they have to hit the syndication number in order for them to make their money because
0: mm-hmm.
1: they can merchandise it all the fuck they want, but the only way that they make their money back per episode is selling the syndication rights to networks. So it has to it ha- it has to be a Netflix model right where they produce one or two seasons of it on a streaming platform mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna tell these sorts of stories. And I mean that's, that's I think what that, we're seeing now. That's a,
3: is like Netflix yeah. is, is Netflix is like doing this. They aren't doing it at like they made they made uh, Shira. So like
1: there you go. And that was really popular. Yeah. That's really popular. I mean, but also if, if you look at Western animation, I've got my nose in this more than I think maybe either of you. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I mean, if you look at if you look at shows that are out now that are popular. Uh, for western cartoons they are playing in this space a little bit right you have Craig of the Creek Mm -hmm. um, that has uh, queer representation and it has I think it's got an action side to it but I I think it's more mundane than I I think a lot of like shows like this are and you have Owl House which is is like an adventure show but is big 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 on uh, queer representation so it's and both of those shows are like really popular right now. So I don't know. I don't somebody is going to have to shove an executive's face in both of the successes of these shows. Not to t- not to even mention Steven Universe. We we don't have to even say the name Steven Universe here. But mm-hmm. all of these three shows are extremely popular. And I, it was because they they were like, "Hey, did, all of this crowd that goes to anime, would you like a Western cartoon? We have the same stuff. And the answer was yes. So. Yeah. It's there. You just have to convince some executive that a shorter run show is popular enough for you two, to do it I've on. I've
2: got a contact at Coleman and Yeti that can get us a camping show.
1: <laughs> listen, if the that's what it takes, Japan. Sean, if that's what it takes, Sean, listen, listen, I don't know if you've seen the uh the Toys That Made Us this is a weird segue, but I promise it wraps back around. Is that the uh the Power Rangers were just some dude who was like who saw it in a, a hotel room. He saw like a Sentai show in a hotel room uh when he was visiting Japan, and he like just decided he was gonna sell this to like a Western audience. And he like made Power Rangers from the ground up, because he's like Oh yeah, we're just gonna do this as cheaply as possible, and kids love explosions. So
3: he wasn't wrong.
1: <laughs> he wasn't wrong.
3: Um,
1: I'm just saying, there's a there's a translation here. Yeah, there, it's mm-hmm.
3: it's just like it's these things are just so easily like translatable. We we have sitcoms in the West. It would not be hard. Like there are some animated sitcoms. You could say that like that bojack horseman is in this space technically but like we think we uh like the western side of things is just up our own ass about adult cartoons um it is mm -hmm. it
1: really is unfortunate
3: but yeah i think i think that's really the whole thing of it this thing this stuff can be sold here you just gotta like try (laughs)
1: Got to figure out a spot for it. People are interested. That's why they're watching anime. Not to say that anime is doesn't stand on its own, but they have to. They have to look elsewhere. You know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna make yeah. a Western cartoon. Um. Well, we will not be looking as- elsewhere next week. We will be back here in the land of anime, in the land of Izokin.
2: Sean, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at Twitter. My handle is at more of
1: Sean. Uh, Spell your last name. Spell more of Sean.
2: Oh, okay. So last name more M O O R E, of O F, and Sean S H A W N.
1: I was gonna say there are so many p- places for people to get tripped up in there. It's, I just want. It's a scavenger to be... hunt. You just you can... um, holden Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at twitter.com at not underscore daredevil Lexi.
3: You can find me on Twitter at hexoflexi, and you can find the show on Twitter at sakugapod. You can also email the show any questions, ideas,
1: uh, compliments, compliments
3: uh, shows you want us to put in a tournament, uh, what you think Holden is wrong about in the his tournament eliminations,
1: I don't think that there's any wrong decisions being made here, and I would challenge you to uh, support your opinions with evidence.
3: Um, You can send that evidence (laughs) uh, to me on Gmail at studyinsakuga at gmail.com. And also we would like to shout out Rainbow Lithium for making the wonderful portrait art that we use in our logo
1: sadly sean didn't get added uh to the portrait no for this episode. sorry we,
3: d- we didn't have uh, the the funds to to commission no, another portrait for this one he's episode. not a main
1: <laughs> cast member he's a he's a guest a guest starring you know uh title on this so
2: i wouldn't want to outshine the both of you on that beautiful <laughs> it art, doesn't
1: get so. you don't get top billing so i'm really sorry about that uh. plus it would feel probably a little incongruous we're both uh you know Victorian's <laughs> dress, and you're dressed like Columbo. So just
2: Photoshop Tony Shalhoub <laughs> behind the two of
1: you. Oh yes, you're the you're the monk of the I forgot. <laughs> if you uh, want to go onto your podcatcher of choice, wherever you're listening to us right now, and go ahead and leave us a five star review, uh, or just write us a review, that we'd really appreciate it. Um, the algorithm is a fickle bitch, so we have to convince it to knock us up in the, on the rating a bit, and we would love to get your feedback, get your positive uh, support, and uh, get us out there for more people to listen to.
3: And uh, with that, we have wrapped everything up, we have studied the Sakugo, we have declared our winner, uh, give a round of applause to keep your hands off Isaac and we can consider this case closed.
1: Alright, here's a question for both of you. Why can't I touch the Isaacin? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just let me get in there. <laughs> for this next season, I'm going to get my hands all over that Isaacin. Don't say it like that. Gross. Oh, yeah. Gonna just pat it down. This is my Isaacin now.
2: Hands off.